What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 54 of Dads in Gaming. Octane is off this week. Usually, we all, we all make jokes. That he goes to the beach all the time, usually for the weekend. He's gone for the entire week. That's why we don't have our intro. We don't have um, video this week. It's just me and Goldie, Unchained, part two. <laughs> you know, so if you guys are new to Dads in Gaming, you know, we're three dads, you know, gaming streaming even though two of us actually almost, i think all three of us aren't really streaming anymore yeah i'd say all three <laughs> yeah of us like all three of us have, a... have have found like a new passion new things yeah. we like doing but, but we get into everything you know we talk about gaming we talk about the gaming business streaming you know we get into a little bit of politics here and there we get we get in little arguments about vaccines <laughs> but <laughs> get narked on by other dads yep getting narked on by other dads <laughs> you know so if you're new here, welcome. We hope you enjoy. But we're gonna start off how we usually start off. See what we each other have been up to. Goldie, what's new? What you've been doing? What you've been building? More importantly, have you built anything else new around your house? No, nothing. There's no no building. No, I can't with the kids. I can't. It's just I try. Like so now, my projects become like I'm gonna straighten up that section of the yard, and then you know, I'll straighten up the other section the next day. And it, I really can't do any projects. I don't have time. My projects are cleaning <laughs> and cleaning up after four kids who might as well be in a frat house because they leave cups everywhere. There's everything sticky. There's food and wrappers everywhere. Um, it's a legit frat house and I'm their butler. Um, I mean, I clean the pool after them like you know every day i'm cleaning the pool it's i don't understand and then i'm wondering how there's constantly dirt in there and today for the first time i realized what what happens oh God. um <laughs> when they go outside and play and i'm just there is no pool time they're just playing in the backyard um cora likes to take spoonfuls of dirt and see how far she could throw it into oh pool. my god so that's where all my dirt's coming from <laughs> speaking of pools real quick my kid, my, my wife went out and bought one of those little like $20 inflatable pool, little tiny pool, kitty pools. Yep. So, you know, it's been, you know, where I live has been getting up to the, in the hundreds. It's, it's every oh, year. Geez. Well, I'm in the valley of California and it gets, you know, we don't have the wind coming off of the, you know, the ocean, the bay. Right. So we don't get that, you know, around four o'clock in the Bay Area, you know, anyone from the Bay Area would tell you around four o'clock, you get this wind that comes in and kind of cools everything off. We don't get that out here. So it's, it gets up to like, uh, just the other day it was like 113 degrees. You know, so my wife went out and bought one of these kiddie pools. My kids, being the kids they are, we have a trampoline out there. They decided to put the kiddie pool inside the trampoline, and we're doing front flips and everything into it. <laughs> and me, I never really saw myself as a helicopter dad and yep. let my kids do whatever. I'm the one telling them to get out, stop it, no. And my wife's like, oh, they're fine. I'm like, dude, someone's going to break their neck. You know, so, dude, like someone's going to so get hurt, that, dude. Huh? The helicopter dad. So, like, before I had kids, my most famous saying within my family and anybody that had kids, especially to my sister-in-law, because she had, you know, two sons before I had kids, was, not my kid, not my problem. So... No, it is. <laughs> so, you know, if they were doing something stupid and I was there outside smoking a cigarette and they're climbing a tree, you know, seeing how high they can go, and she comes out, well, why didn't you say anything? Not my kid, not my problem. Like, 100%. 100%. Problem. You know, like, or, you know, whatever. They're crying. The kid be sitting right next to me crying for whatever. Needs a diaper change. She's like, you don't want to change a diaper? Not my kid, not my problem. Like, I, no. 
So oh it's gotten thrown back at me <laughs> one billion percent because now she that's her kids are all grown up. So when my kids are doing shit, she's like, not my kid, not my problem. And I have to eat that. And it yeah. it it sucks because I have become that helicopter parent that's just hovering, just yeah, you know, I will say, you know, so, so me, me and Goldie had a, had a, you know, pretty lengthy conversation beforehand and, you know, it could have been its own podcast, it could have been its own podcast, but I mean, but I was letting him on my insight of what I've been doing lately, but you were talking about how like, you know, it's like a frat house, stuff like that. So yeah, I had, I had the McGregor fight at my house. A buddy of mine came over and I didn't realize, so I'm in the corner of the family room and I've been working from home for the last 12 weeks you know on other stuff right. and I did not realize this how bad this room was I mean I would I would take like my my uh my monster mocha energy drink or whatever and like go mm -hmm. to go to toss it in the garbage behind me and miss and never pick it up there's like a stack <laughs> of cans back there I'm like it's kind of embarrassing but like you know like dude I was like at night you know when the house is super hot and everything just take your shirt off and throw it at the couch or whatever like I had like a yeah. whole load of laundry in here just like stacked up and <laughs> so I had to go out there and clean everything and now I can actually like walk through without walking over everything but like my, my family room turned into like I was like sleeping on the couch every once in a while I was you know I spent came your, came your dorm room pretty much I was like I told my wife I'm like I am sorry and she goes yeah I refuse to clean that room <laughs> Yeah, it was that was that was when before we moved in the house, we were in the apartment. I had the loft, and what's so funny is what you say with the with the with the garbage with the cans that I had a garbage behind me, and I'd fucking chuck it back there if I missed whatever. Yeah, I stayed whatever. on the floor. <laughs> Give a shit, right? And it would the whole area. But now when I was streaming, my camera, the view was a lot different, so you couldn't see all that shit. But Same every time for dads, for every time for dads in gaming, because of the way Octane has the video set up, which by the way, there is no video for this episode just throwing that out there um i'd have to like do the one leg sweep and just like kick all the cans to the side because you can see octane the camera view octane's <laughs> called me out before you've probably seen it before we start recording dads and gaming i'll go back there and grab some stuff and move it you know you can <laughs> you can barely in my camera view for my stream you can only see my flag in the background because it's pointing at the wall for a reason right but right. for dads in gaming, because it's a wider view, I'll see it before we start recording. I'll get up and start like just clean that little area so I don't look <laughs> like a freaking pig. But yeah, no, my my family room has totally turned into my at the moment work from home office and stuff like that. And it's like I just been like you know I was just telling you beforehand, I've been so freaking busy where it's like it just hasn't dawned on me. So I cleaned it. Sat, I got up Saturday morning and started cleaning this room, and I'm like, God damn, I'm a pig. Like, God dang. The whole rest of my house is always clean. My wife does a great job of keeping it all clean, and I totally did not blame her for not stepping a foot in this room for 12 weeks. And she's like, I'm not touching nothing. That's not your, her room, not her yeah, problem. Not her room, not her problem. And absolutely, I mean, I've. Uh, I always have a funny story. I, you know, if anyone remembers my streams from way back, even before Realm, I used to have a green screen, right? And it used to be tacked up to the wall when my my desk was facing the other way. Well, she would she would complain about it all the time. She was like, yeah, you know, that makes the family room look, look bad, blah, blah, blah. So she wanted me to take right. it down every night. And then I got tired of it, so I took it down. I have fully, my wife to told me that I fully have taken over the family room and basically went against everything that she wants because I have the foam sound pieces on the wall so you don't hear the echo off the wall. I've... I have like shelves of Funko Pops in here, but it's just this one little corner. Like, 
if you look at the other side of the room, it looks like a normal living room, couch, everything. But you see my corner, you're like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> little mini fridge and everything. You know, I, I've totally oh, taken over this room. This is my room now. You know, so. And it'll be smelly like man farts. And there'll be garbage <laughs> all over the place because I said so. This is my room. I own this. My is, corner. This is my run. This is my one room in the house. But, but also the only problem is, so I, you know what a California room is? Uh, it's like a room outside, right? Yeah, like so basically, yeah, so yeah. the way my house is designed on one side, so my, I have a very, I have a one story, but it's very long. Um, okay. basically my so family, like, a, my, like a ranch, like a, kind of like, like a, a ranch um, style. Yeah. Okay. So I have my family room where I'm in and to get outside, there's a sliding glass door on the other, other side of the house, right outside the master bedroom is like where we have our washing machine and dryer. And there's another uh, one more door to go outside. But it's overhung. Um, so we have a California room right there. The problem with being in this room when it's 113 degrees outside is, yes, I have air conditioning. But I have an outside wall in front of me. Technically, where the, where the uh, sliding glass door is is an outside wall to the California room where it's super hot. My other, other wall where my flag is is an outside wall on the side of the house. But then my garage still gets super hot. So that's technically almost like an outside wall, too. So this room is always like 15 or 20 degrees hotter than the rest of the house. It gets right. So, and then, yeah, I have two PCs running and, yeah, you know, yeah. so you it's TV like in there, right? I have, I, have a, I have a TV in yeah. here. So if the TV's on, you know, TVs get hot no matter what kind of TV you have, you know, so it's like if I have anything, you know, and then I also have camera, I have a camera system around my house. I have, you know, so I have like the DVR is always running hot behind me because it records 24 seven. So it's like, right. dude, this room gets so freaking hot. You know, so it's like, dude, I can only imagine, I can only imagine, like, if I, you know, I always see the garbage out every week, but it's like, I can only imagine how bad this room would smell if I didn't at least do the minimum cleaning, right? You know, yep. so it's like, it, it's like, dude, this room is, it gets so freaking hot. Like, we had the, we had the AC at like 70 degrees the other day, but my, I, I had, a, I put a temperature gauge in, in here. It was like 94 in here. It was, it was bad. Jesus. Yeah, we, I don't, I, like... I'm in a colonial, so I have, so if, it's a box, really. Like, it, it's like the colonials are, if you were to watch, like, The Patriot, right? Oh, yeah. You know, something from that time, that time period, th they're just boxes. And it's, you have the bottom floor, and then you have room, like, all the bedrooms are on the second floor. But there's no, it's, it's just, uh, uh, you know, four windows, you know, like, enough for a window on each side kind of deal. So, yeah. but the upstairs heat rises oh, so i used to live in two-story i know how that is it just cooks that upstairs and because it's we're a, a box there's nowhere for the that hot air to really escape it's not like it's multiple rooms or they can go you know they can travel anywhere else so it just becomes a fucking oven and i had to put i had to put an ac in my room and i was gonna put acs in the kids rooms and the day before i dude i can't you couldn't write this better I was arguing with my wife. We were going back and forth about putting ACs in their room. I'm like, I really don't trust putting an AC in their windows. Like, I, I, I really don't want to do that. I don't trust them. Oh, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. So, like, three days, we go back and forth. So, finally, she says, they need to have the ACs. It's too hot in there. Okay. I'll do it tomorrow. This was that night. I'll yeah, do real, it tomorrow morning. Quick question. Do you have the windows that open up? Yes, they open. They okay, slide see, up, but I, that's why I don't have an. People ask me why don't I put like an AC in my my windows open side to side, and I can't. I can never find like okay. one. Like that's I, a I, tough. I don't that's think, a tough AC to find. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I can't find one. You know, other than the one of the little. 
portable ones that don't work the same. You know, they have like a little right. hose on it and everything. So yeah, I was like, yeah, but they, the they th th those take up a lot more energy than the other ones, like the ones you're talking about. Right. So anyways, right. yeah. So go ahead. So so they're on the second floor. So we've had they have I have locks on the windows, but I did not have them locked because it does get hot in there. So I had to have the windows up. But we went over the the rules of the windows when we first moved in. Well. The next day, I tell this is at night. We're laying in bed, and I said, "Okay, I'll do it tomorrow morning. That'll be one of my jobs in the morning." We are woken up to the next day. Hey, Haley. Hey, Ronan. Wow, this is crazy. I can see you outside. What? That's what we're woken up to. So I think, wow, man, the outside. Like the kids go outside. It's you know six o'clock in the morning. My wife gets up. She goes running. No, they're not outside. Ronan's in his room and Haley's in her room and the windows are on the same side of the house. Oh, they fucking no. opened up the windows and popped the screens out and had their heads out the window looking at each other. And I, we freaked out, obviously. I was like, I went into like, you want to talk about a helicopter dad? I went to psycho dad. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my wife goes yeah. to Ronan, Ronan, what do you think would have happened if you fell out? Before he could answer, I'd be like, you'd be dead. That, that's what would happen. You'd be dead. Like, <laughs> that's what happens, right? So I looked at her and I said, I fucking told you. I don't trust them with the windows. So they can't have ACs in the windows because now I can't lock them. Because now I have it locked. They can't raise it high. It's only six inches open. And it gets hot in there when we have fans in there. But I'm like, and they're fans always Fans only do so much. It just moves the they air around. They only do so much. And I'm like, and, you know, Carter comes to me. He's like, yeah, but I didn't have my head out the window. And I'm like, dude, i sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your, your brothers and sisters really ruined it for both of you, you know, for everybody. Yeah, so it's like you know, yeah, they ruined it for everybody. And like, and it was one of those moments where like, I looked at my wife, and it was so gratifying to just be like, I "Told you so." <laughs> you know, this is this, this, you know, one of those things that you try and do, right? Is, you know, little, little. I don't know if you want to call it TMI, TMI, but there's something that I got. I bought it off of Amazon Prime. You know, stupid Prime Day purchase, right? Right. <laughs> I got. I got. I bought. A freaking bidet. Oh my God, I want one so okay, hold on. bad. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so Damn it, dude. little TMI. So there was a there was there was a, there was a bidet because of the whole toilet paper thing last year. I made a comment mm -hmm. to my wife that hey, we should get one of those. You know, like people say you save a lot. You know, you still use toilet paper, but like it's you don't use yeah. it as much, right? So right. All right. of a sudden, Prime Day on Amazon, I'm looking through everything, today's deals and all this stuff, and there's. This hundred dollar bidet on there that's down to 40, 40 bucks. Ooh. So I went and I bought it. My wife's like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yep." So I I install it. And by the way, I will say, great freaking purchase. Um, the only thing is, people don't realize is a bidet shoots water at a very high pressure. Right. And if kids see something like this, they want to go play with it. Um, one of my kids decided to turn the bidet on and shot themselves directly in the face and then ran out of the room and then i'm like and so they come running in the room crying screaming everything right and i'm like what 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 happened what are you doing and then like you can't make it out that they're crying so the whole time you're trying to figure out what's going on there's a bidet spraying all over the bathroom you know so i'm like what, what where, where were you at and then she you know my daughter says she was in my bedroom i'm like wait what what are you talking about and my wife goes the bidet. I go running into the bathroom. I tell you what, I fell so hard that I thought I freaking like bruised my kidney or something like that. Because my bat, my I, I landed right on my like my 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 right butt cheek, but like oh, my my, my lower back because I I didn't see the water. 
But yeah. it like oh. it like flooded the bathroom floor, and I and I have tile in there, and I do I, <laughs> dude I I fell, I landed, and then I basically reached over, turned the bidet off, and there's just water everywhere. Oh my god, everywhere. I want, I want one so I want one so bad, but now you're a fucking asshole because yep. it's been hard enough to convince my wife, and now she's gonna listen to this and she's like. Nope. <laughs> no, dude. I will say. Uh, I will say though. Like, what, what'd you like, get? Like, so, so one of my friends actually sent me a link. I kept the page open on my PC, and as soon as you said, I just clicked over for about two weeks now, just researching and looking. It's called Tushy. Tushy. That's the one that I've been. <laughs> I've, been I've been looking at. Um, <laughs> all types mine. Of things. The, I just looked on Amazon. Actually, it's still forty. It's actually it's just forty bucks now, but it's um Lux L U X E or Lux. Okay. Lux Bidet so. Neo 20. I can send you a link, but it's like yeah, send me the link. You know, but it's not one of those fancy ones with the warm water or anything like that, right? It's just right. But I will say, I will say though, I was like, this thing is very, it's 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 kind of weird, okay? It's, it's weird at first, <laughs> but then it's like, I told my wife, I'm all like, she goes, do you like your bidet? I'm like, you know how much confidence you have knowing your asshole is super clean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh my god, that's great! Wow, this is only forty bucks. Yeah, wow, okay. it, it's All it's right. so easy. Right. It is actually so easy. Have... <laughs> uh, okay, so anyone wondering now? So I'm, I'm not, I'm, you know, we're not sponsored by any bidets, <laughs> but it's so easy. If you've ever replaced your toilet seat and it's just those little, it's like a little, you know, plastic little screw on little thing, right? Mm -hmm. You basically take your toilet seat off. This thing has little uh, grooves in it, so it can fit on any mm -hmm. any toilet seat. And you just basically take your toilet seat off, put that thing on, then put your toilet seat on, and then the water supply that's already running to your toilet, you basically turn the water off, which is usually right there, and right. It, it, it it comes with an adapter where, you know, it, it's, it's the same water. I don't care what anybody says about toilet water. It's still clean water that comes through, through your pipes, just like tap water. But... It, it it goes through there's a filter inside the thing but basically it comes with a little connector that you, now you run the one the regular the one that was already there attaches to it so that goes to your toilet bowl your to your tank and your toilet then the other one goes to the bidet and then dude I'm, I'm not even kidding less than 10 minutes i had that thing set up it, it was so wow. easy to put on there and then like you said basically instead of cleaning the shit off your ass now you're just cleaning the, the rest of the water off and it's like you're not using a whole fucking, you know, roll. It's so funny you fucking brought this up because, like, my brother-in-law got one, and it made me, like, I really want one. And then one of my friends got it, and he sent me this. And like I said, I've had the link up for two weeks just looking at it. But yeah. now this is – I'm gonna I'm adding this to the cart. But now, because you had to go and fucking ruin it with your fucking story, now I'm going to have to try and convince her. Dude, that, <laughs> so I only, ha I only have one <laughs> – I only have one in uh, – my bathroom and the kids don't usually use it so usually what we've been doing be you know even before the bidet is because the kids like to go in our room and they like to go through you know and like go you know, i don't know why they go, go in my like my drawer and like take my clothes out or something like that you know right. we, i have my i have my safe in there they can't get in the safe but it's like so realistically when we leave our room in the morning we'll lock our door like and we have a you can open ours with like a little flathead screwdriver we have sitting around the dryer so we go, we lock our bathroom door and we lock our bedroom door. They can't get in there. So it's like, it's, you know, now it's just another reason to do it. So it's like, if you were to get one, just get one from the master bathroom. Don't get, don't yeah. put one in theirs. Yeah. You know, yeah. But it yeah. was just like, oh, 
My, and that's one. Of, that's one of my wife's. I told you so, because she she made a comment about it. I was like, no, nah, they should be fine. Oh no, they went right up in there and just showed. She, I thought it was hilarious. When I realized what she did though. She turned she turned it on and just blasted it right in the face. And it's like now that that you deserve that. <laughs> one of those things where you wish you had that on fucking camera. Oh yeah, dude, I would love to see. Because I mean, believe it or not, you know, if you turn that, I mean, I don't know how high she had it. But it's like it's one of those things where like if you turn that thing on high pressure, that's a lot of freaking pressure. Like, yeah, I'm sure. So if yeah, she if she did if she face. if she turned it on, I mean, that thing got her good. Like so Especially if she had like her head hovering over, like waiting to see, like Oh my god, dude. I really wish I now I really wish I had that on video. But anyways, so the topic me and Goldie, me and Goldie were going back and forth um on you know topics we were gonna talk about. So one of the f- topics we're going to get into it was movies. Like, you know, I think like the difference of movies and stuff like that. So mm. now, now here's the thing, you know, yeah, gold, you know, I'm not going to make a joke about age. Goldie's a little bit older than I am. So we'll start off with you. What, what are some movies you remember from your childhood that, that you can like almost quote every, every, every line from pretty much that you, you know, you watched through your childhood. So, I mean, you go, you can go with Disney classics, you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm the, the nineties kid. So you had Aladdin, Lion King, um, little mermaid, beauty and the beast, like, and those still like, oh yes, I watched them over and over as a kid and, and then having kids, you know, still seeing them again, can sing most of those songs still, um, can quote it, but my all time favorite movie. And I saw it probably a little bit younger than I should have seen it. Um, but was uh, Terminator 2. And that's my all-time, hands-down, favorite movie. I can quote that movie without even seeing it. Like, it's... If it's on TV, and I have multiple movies that... Uh, like, if it's on TV and I'm flipping through and I see it, I'll stop and watch, you know. But that is, for whatever reason, I it's always just meant... When I think of that movie and I look back, it just means my childhood again. You know, that's, and it gives me that nostalgia. Um, besides it being a great fucking movie. Like, great movie. And if you haven't, if you haven't seen Terminator 2, you, you, See, you ter- don't know what you're doing. Terminator life. 1, yeah. Terminator 1, the first one, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good mm-hmm. movie. Yes, but Terminator movie, yeah. 2 is on a whole nother level. Yes. Where if Terminator 2 was, the, was, like, was actually the first one, yeah. I mean... That's one heck of a way to start off that 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 whole series. Where I think it's one of those it's one of those movies that like you know like the the running joke is the second movie is never as good as the original. No, this one is better than the original. You know, this is one of those. It's better than the first one. I saw that one first, and then I saw the 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 first one, um, and I still remember every time the there's a like a, a five second nipple scene, and every time it came on, my mom would be like, "Turn away, turn away, don't look, close your eyes." And then until she wasn't around, and I went and like fast forward just to see what I was missing. Yeah, was right. Like, it's just a nipple. <laughs> I'm um, missing a nipple. <laughs> fun, fun fact: So Terminator Two, in the scene when they're um, they're in that big building, uh, I forgot. What the, I can't remember right this second what they were trying to get, 
but uh, uh, the uh, the at the end towards of the movie? towards the end, yeah, and then the guy, the, and the, and then, they're, they're destroying they're destroying uh, everything, and they're taking the uh, the original chip from the original yes. Terminator and his hand that was so left over, when and the one, destroying all the work. When, yeah, yeah, when the one the one actor uh, he's left behind, and, and the the black actor who basically created yes. it or whatever, he blows the building yep. up. That was filmed in Fremont, California, where my home. It's actually my home, Fremont is my hometown where I'm from. My dad uh, was actually at that building when they blew it up and it has pictures and stuff really? like that. He actually got this. They had a big crowd there. They knew they were filming there. And um, he actually has pictures, Polaroids, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the building and, and a photo of the explosion when they blew the building up and the, wow. and the helicopter hovering next to the building and stuff like that. So that's actually a really cool thing for my dad with that movie. I was actually being able to sit there and watch them film a lot of that that whole scene while they were about. I want to say they were, they were only about a mile away. They weren't that far. And what's so great about that movie is for its time, it was so advanced. Especially like that whole cinematic scene with that the building blowing up, the helicopter flying over, like the the CGI. Like I don't even know if it was considered CGI at the time. I, I don't know what that was, but like. It's ju it was just amazing. So seeing a movie, it was like the original Star Wars when it was like ahead of its time for that filmmaking, you know, back in the 70s. Yeah. It, and it, it just, that, and when you talk about that scene, like it just draws me right back into it. And oh man, I, that, I, it, that, I could talk about that movie forever. Yeah, that, that, build, <laughs> that building actually, um, so you, to, to give an insight on like how expensive movies are and stuff like that. So that building, I, my dad told me was actually for sale for a good four years. Wow. They literally bought that building just to blow it up and then yeah. do that scene. And then they basically gave them the okay to tear it down. And they basically scrapped it and sold like certain metals and parts and stuff like that to make some of their money back. So they right. basically just bought it to use it to blow it up for a movie and then basically scrapped it, got back wherever they could. And then they, it's like a whole, I mean, that area is not even the same anymore, but it's like, they they bought that building for a lot of money just to blow it up, you know? yeah. <laughs> you know? So so you know, think, so for me, thinking about movies, you know, give, give people insight on movies. My dad, he, you know, everyone has like a thing they like to collect. Mm -hmm. For my dad, it was DVDs. So okay. growing up, we had a cabinet uh, full of, and I swear to God, I have pictures of it. If anyone wants to see them. He had like 600 laser discs. People don't remember what laser discs are. Laser discs came out before DVDs. Mm -hmm. And laser discs were probably what? Yeah, I want to say that the five times the size of DVDs. They I mean, were, they, they were, little, yeah, they were yeah. huge, huge discs. Most movies were, um, speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, the one I remember the most is Last Action Hero. Um, That's a good one too. And, yeah. But it's like about an hour and 20 minutes in, you got to flip it over. You know, you, you couldn't watch it straight through. You actually had to, you know, it would it would literally say watch part two on side B, and then you would have to, right. you know, this big old thing would pop out. You got to flip this big old disc over and put side B on there, and then the movie starts. Um, well, that was like that was like Titanic for yeah. me on VHS. On VHS, yes, it was two, it was two <laughs> yes. separate it was two separate videos. I remember yeah. that because that's one of the, that's one of the movies where I couldn't watch the paint me like one of your French girls, and one day I stole the tape to go see what I was missing. <laughs> you know, so, that is so great that two different generations yep, have the same thing. <laughs> yep. Um, but so my dad had had a yeah, so he had a full on cabinet full of laser discs, but so DVDs always came out on Tuesdays. 
So my dad <laughs> would would already find out what new movies were coming out and would go down to Fry's Electronics and buy, even if he wasn't even going to watch it, would buy all the brand new movies that came out on Tuesday. Wow. And so in our front room of our house, he built this big, huge you know, cabinet that went around the whole entire room and every DVD we owned was in alphabetical order. Oh, my so, God. And, and at the time, I can't remember the application, but he actually w- uh, was able to scan the the barcode, the DVD, and he would have a um, he would have a count of how many movies he had, and he would have um, it on his computer, you know, what movies he had. And the last he he stopped this. Uh, I want to say about about the time that Blu-rays came out, it was just Blu-rays are too expensive, and when yeah. and if he were yeah. to buy a movie, he would have he he's a his first original business was um, home theater um, systems and stuff. So we always grew up with an amazing surround sound um, in our family room. So, you know, when Blu-rays came out, it got too expensive. But at the time, I remember he had he had over like 9,000 DVDs. So we had every movie at our disposal. So that's why I think mov- movies for this podcast is a great topic. But for me, if I had to, if I if I had to pick a specific movie that I've seen a million times, and I know probably probably every line in that movie is the first Matrix. Matrix for me was always one of my favorite all time movies. Really, I, really? That's crazy. I, I, I love Keanu Reeves. He Keanu Reeves is like my favorite actor, but not just my favorite actor. He's like my favorite person. If you guys get to get a chance to like actually find out like Keanu Reeves' story and his wife and. Like you know, for the Matrix, he didn't even take uh, a paycheck. He he uh, donated it. Um, he's wow. one of those guys that that lives in New York, New York City. He doesn't live a lavish lifestyle. You can catch him right riding the subway. There's a va- famous video of him riding the subway and actually getting up to let a lady sit in his seat. In such an amazing human being. Um, right. But the Matrix, the first one. I mean, I watched that thing so many times. I mean, the scene at the end when they're when they're going to save Morpheus and that scene, that gunfight in 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 the the lobby when when they try and walk through security with this duffel bag full of guns and again this big huge fight scene. I've watched that scene. I don't know how many times. I mean, you know, it's it, it's for, so for me that's that's one of the all time classics. But like, see, I said, I've seen the Matrix multiple times, but I'm gonna be honest with you, not because I liked it. Because I didn't understand it, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't get. I just couldn't so, get into it. So it was like I watched it a few times. Now, because that came out when I was, I want to say like fourteen, fifteen. The so, original Matrix came out nineteen ninety nine. I saw I was fourteen. So I was only nine. <laughs> yeah, I was. I wasn't even ten yeah, years old. Yeah, I just. I just. I just. I liked it because of the fights the fight scenes um but i just couldn't understand stand the movie now as an adult i understand it more especially being in this um world that yeah. we're in yeah you, you know. know so i understand it more now but yeah i just yeah as a kid is one of those things i couldn't get into yeah, yeah as a kid for me it was just the action scenes that i love so much the and then it was great and then yeah. and then and then i learned you know later on exactly what was going on what this whole thing was um, mm-hmm. but so, you know, my dad owns so many movies, but he worked, you know, I talk about this all the time. We, you know, when I talk about my dad was he worked two jobs. He was gone from six in the morning and he wouldn't get home until 1030 at night. So usually on like, uh, he had Sundays off and he was, he had Wednesday nights off and we would usually spend time watching a movie together. But the thing is, um, he would have to 
basically screen the movie first, make sure everything is good. If it's R-rated for me, you know, then if it's appropriate enough, I can watch it, right? Uh, so that's kind of what happened with The Matrix was he watched it with, you know, my cousin and then deemed it appropriate. And then they let me watch it. And then I got my hands on it and, you know, would watch it all the time. Right. Now, there's one other movie which is way out there. And I don't know why I've seen this movie so many times. And literally, my mom would get annoyed because I would watch it and she would see me mouthing the words was a, <laughs> a Deep Blue Sea. Really? I don't know why. I mean, that's it's, with the, it, um, uh, Samuel Jackson. It's, or it's yeah. Cool I'm tired of the you know. And it's not it's not the sex on the plane, but he's like I'm tired yeah. of these mother uh, you know. But I'm uh, Deep Blue Sea. Um, Deep Blue Sea. I'm gonna try and look it up real quick. That one came out in 1999 as well. But he, you know, yeah, Samuel Jackson was in it. But uh, it was uh, LL Cool J was in it because he was the cook. I can't remember. Right. I'm trying to think, you know, who was the main guy uh, who was, I'm trying to look it up. The main guy that was in that movie, um, Thomas, Thomas Jane, he played Carter Blake. Um, Michael Rappaport was in it. Right. LL Cool J. But it's just one of those things where it's Samuel Jackson has a famous scene in there where he's like, we got to get out of here, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden the <laughs> shark like jumps up, grabs him and like tears him in two. And here I am at like 10 years old watching this movie, you know, but it's like for some odd reason, I used to watch that movie all the time. And my, even my mom was like, you know, he shouldn't be watching this, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I knew all the words. Um, I, I'll never forget the scene where LL Cool J, you know, turns the oven on and everything like that. And then throws the lighter and says, this is for my bird <laughs> and blows the shark up, you know, but it's like, that's one movie for some reason. I watched it at least once a week for like a good year. I don't know why. It's just a See, random was, movie. That was, that was Terminator 2 for me. You know, that I was, I'd watch it once a week, once, uh, once a day. I, I, again, it was, I think it was the, cause the story for me. I, it was hard to understand. I mean, the the basic story was easy to understand. There's yeah. a bad guy coming after a kid because in the future he beats all the bad guys. Yep. And now one bad guy became a good guy to save this kid. So like, simple minded that it was it worked. You know and what? The action went with it. Is that, you know, that's a very good subject. So you know, so we we're talking about older movies now. Have you watched the Tomorrow War yet? With Chris no, Pratt, that just came I out. I'm gonna tell I you right. I'm gonna tell you guys that. right now. That is a great movie. Yeah, Absolutely, it's on, Prime, right? it's on Amazon Prime. Prime. You can watch it if you, if you have yeah, Amazon I wanna, Prime. You can. Yeah. It, 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 now, I'm, my wife said, you know, before I watched it, she's like, "You're gonna like it." I'm a big Chris Pratt fan. Mm -hmm. So, also, I don't know if you realize this. They filmed part of that movie while we were at HRX in Atlanta. Oh, really? We actually so. Um, by our hotel where we were staying, um, we were walking down the street and we saw like the roads blocked off and stuff like that. And big crowds were wondering what was going on. They were filming part of some uh, certain scenes for that movie. And we actually, from a distance, saw like Chris Pratt with the director and stuff like that. Wow. Um, so I found out later on almost, uh, you know, 90% of the movies that we watch nowadays, parts of it are filmed in Georgia because they give big, huge tax breaks to uh, these movie producers and stuff like that to film in their in their state. So, oh wow, there was no part of Tomorrow War that was based in Atlanta. It was basically based in Miami. 
but because of all the CGI and everything, they filmed right. it in Atlanta, but in the movie, it's based in Miami. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So, but it was like I remember. So, actually, part of this part of the scene that we were able to see, uh, I seen the movie, and I remember exactly what I saw. It was in the movie. It was really cool. But that movie, uh, so it, it kind of it literally reminds me of uh, Terminator because it's basically there's a war going on. I won't spoil it. There's a war right. going on in 2051. They time travel back to 2022. And they, they have like a huge worldwide draft. And people are being drafted to fight in this war. And it's pretty crazy because your your deployment's only seven days. So as soon as you time travel to 2051, this timer starts on this little wrist thing they put on you. And it's 180 mm-hmm. hours. No matter where you are, after your 180 hours, you are teleported back to 2022 and your deployment's over. Um, it, it's it's an absolutely incredible, I, I incredible movie. movie. Yeah, I've been it, wanting to see it, it is, and I just I just have to find the time because yeah, it's about two hours long. Might, right, my wife would probably watch it with me, but it's not something that she'd be into. So it's really like just finding the time for myself to just yeah. sit it, and watch it. It is, it is well worth it. I have yet to hear somebody say it wasn't a good movie. I mean, like I said, I there's a lot to it. Like from the be- very the very very first scene. All to all the way, all the way to um, all the way to the end. Uh, it, it it's honestly had my attention. Uh, it had my attention throughout the whole thing. I'm sorry, my wife just called me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So uh, my so I watched it um Thursday night last week, and then my wife was staying with her mom. She got home Friday night, and I forced her to watch it Saturday night and watch it again with her. Absolutely, really? I, I and I really? and I loved it. Okay. So I watched okay. it. I watched. I've seen. The, I've, that's yeah. when you know it's a good yeah. movie. If you're watching it again, you know, in a two days later, span, yeah, yeah, it, that, that you know it's a good movie. It's a, I, I'm gonna have to set some time up for it. For no, sure. it's it's really good. But you know, so speaking of movies that are coming out nowadays, I mean, I don't know how you are with movies nowadays. I mean, I know because of COVID right now and stuff like they stopped filming on a lot of movies, and we're kind of getting like in a point where we're not having these big, huge releases for movies nowadays, but we, and we kind of got into this with fast and the furious on a former episode. Um, mm-hmm. how my problem with a lot of these movies nowadays, is how unrealistic they are now, obviously, yes, tomorrow war, very unrealistic, you know, time travel, all this other stuff. But it's like, my problem is with these action movies that are, you know, like fast and the furious that were started off as very realistic racing and all this other stuff turns mm-hmm. into this jumping from building to building and all this other stuff, right. but I'm seeing a lot of movies like that nowadays where it's like they try and go way too far with these, with, with, you know, what they're doing in movies where I'm not really enjoying you know, all these new movies as much, but I'm also really getting tired of these remakes. Yeah. I'm getting, dude, re- I'm so done with remakes. Dude, they yeah. keep, just like video games, they keep trying to go through, like Call of Duty, they keep trying to do remastered and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're doing this with movies. Like, I was not a big fan. I, you know, people call me crazy. I wasn't a big fan of the remake of the live, like the live action Beauty and the Beast. I wasn't. I was too, okay. I, before you go any further, I was just going to say that of all of them, that was my favorite one. Really? But God, continue. Yes. Continue I just, what you're I, saying. And then we'll it go was a good it. movie. I was no, bring that no, up. No, okay. So, yeah. so, okay. So real quick. It's like Beauty and the Beast. It was good. You know, but it's like, I, I mm-hmm. you know, I just kind of felt like you, it wasn't. You, okay. But did you grow up when Beauty and the Beast? Like yes, on Beauty and the Beast. Yes, 
Okay. So it's like I I obviously prefer the okay, cartoon. So you but knew the I'll tell story. you I'll tell you, knew, yeah. You, so okay. I'll tell you I'll tell you one that I I did not like whatsoever. I I did not like the new Lion King that came out with the live action no, Lion I did not. King. No, you no, know, no, and then no, so like the new Lion King or the Aladdin or that okay the Aladdin I enjoyed, but again it's one of the movies after it was over. It was like there was no reason for that, you know. Like I, I I love Will yeah. Smith. He's a great actor. I, yeah. But it's like you cannot re- recreate Robin Williams' genie. You can't. Right. It, you know. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, it's 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 tough. And maybe it's it's like um with Heath Ledger. Like you you can't. There is no other Joker. Is it because he died? That makes him the best is, uh, it, is it Ron Williams? I, is it because he died that made him the best? I think it with Heath Ledger. I think that's the case with Ron Williams. Absolutely not. Ron Williams was the best. Did you watch uh, the you new know, the, the, the newest Joker? No, I haven't. I okay, have not so seen that one. I just watched that um, two weeks ago. I actually sat okay. down. Everyone who's telling me how incredible it is and stuff like that. So I sat down. And I watched it. Now, there's one thing, you know, the difference between the difference between like the Joker and Batman, because you've had so many different Batman, you know, mm-hmm. you had so many different Jokers, you, you know, you have Jack Nicholson, you have Heath Ledger, you have this new Joker, um, you had the, uh, what's the, the Suicide Squad Joker, which I hated, yeah, I hated, um, hated, I, I'm sorry. I can't think of his name, but yeah. I can't yeah, think of it, but yeah. I hated that version of the Joker. Um, know, my, to me, the, 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 the hands down best version of Joker is... Um, Mark Hamill, uh, as in the as in the cartoon. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I haven't heard that one. Uh, but, to me, um, that, to me, that's the best Joker. So for me, I, I will say, I my favorite Joker was Heath Ledger. I think he did an amazing job. Uh, but that's also that's the most memorable one for me. Um, yes, because uh, so Batman animated series, you probably were too young for that. I was absolutely okay. Yeah, so for that the was first, like actually, that was the, like. The, Get home from school, off the bus. Batman animated series, yeah, like you were watching that. For and Spider-Man, me, the original, you know? the original. So just like you know, just like with with um, you know those you know those Batman movies. My you know all time uh, favorite Batman was um, the same one with Heath Ledger. Uh, what's his name? Christian Bale. Is oh. it Christian Bale? I enjoyed yeah. Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. I, I you know it's just like, but it's like there's but that's that that's I'm open for that argument right there. Where like. I know people who prefer, you know, I know people who prefer, who prefer Val Kilmer, you know, and there, but there's been, yeah, I'm, a, I'm yeah. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is my Batman. Yeah. But that goes with where you were introduced to Batman. I 100% believe that like whoever you were introduced to, like as a, as a kid or even as an adult, whenever you started watching those movies, whatever, whoever you see, that's it's the same thing with James Bond. To me, Pierce Brosnan Absolutely. is the best James Bond because that's who I was introduced to. I like Daniel Craig. I like Sean Connery. I like Roger Moore, but Pierce Brosnan to me is the best James Bond. Pierce, Pierce so, Brosnan. That's a big argument I have all the time. Cause actually yeah. my, my, uh, that's kind of how it is with me and my dad when it comes to 007. Because my dad's a big 007 fan. He hates yep. that I like Pierce Brosnan the most. And, you, yep. and he'll admit yeah, he, that he, you know, he's the best one. And stuff, or not, not, or he'll, he'll admit that he's really good, but he won't say he's the best one. He always mm-hmm. goes with, he actually goes with the one that's been playing the most recently. Um, uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. He actually, he actually, I'm not that big of a fan of the newer ones. Like, they're good. I'll watch them. But I'm not like, you know, super into him like I was with the Pierce Brosnan. That's what I grew up on. Yeah. The same way yeah. my like my dad, 
you know, he hates that I say I like Christian Bale's Batman and stuff like that. But he goes, my dad's like, I prefer, I like Adam West. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, you know, that's who he basically grew up with, you know, Adam West. I'm trying to look through it right now. So, yeah, so you had Michael Keaton. Yep. Um, yeah, so you had Michael Keaton. Then you had Val Kilmer. And but George so, Clooney, so, right? so George Clooney is actually the one that I remember the most because I believe it was George Clooney who was, was that the, Batman and Robin. It was Batman and Robin, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. But yeah. um, I can't remember. Was that also the one that had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as, as a what's, what's his name? Mister Freeze. Yeah, Mister Freeze. Freeze. See, cause that's yeah, the, that that's was... that's the original one that I remember as a kid. But then I really got into Christian Bale. With mm-hmm. um, like you know, Dark Knight and all this other stuff. Right. Um, yeah. For me, it was Batman Forever, which was um, uh, Danny DeVito as the Penguin. And yes. Yes. So that was that was my Batman. Like that was what what really that was the first live action Batman I saw. Besides, like I said, the cartoon, which was Every Day After School. Um, but with 007, see, I'm a huge 007 fan, and quick story with that growing up my next door neighbor his dad um owned he was dad was like a real estate person he owned a lot of a lot of different houses and had people renting for, to him so he had a good amount of money and one of his toys was the original um submarine with roger moore when the when the the bond card flies off the cliff yeah. and lands in the water and turns into a submarine he owned that submarine no way and yeah and it was on a trailer and it spun and like when we had we, we would have block parties it would be out there when he like people would rent it like for their weddings or big parties he'd bring it to their parties and yeah it was in it was in his backyard all the time and he turned it on and we sit in it and playing it um it was but it was like it was just the submarine part like it was built as the submarine you know you couldn't you couldn't drive it or anything and it obviously wasn't real submarine but it was the 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 car that they used for that shot and that's what got me into because i didn't know i didn't know what 007 was because pierce brosnan hadn't come out yet um i believe that was like probably goldeneye was i want to say 98 i don't know if you can check that but i want to say 98 97 what, 98. which movie uh, Goldeneye. Because that was the first one with Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Goldeneye came out in 1995. I was four years old. 95. Okay, so I was 10. So him living next to them, I saw the car. That's what introduced me to James Bond. Sorry, I just hit my mic there. That's what introduced me to James Bond. I saw that Roger Moore movie. Now that Roger Moore movie was back in the '60s, '70s. So, like, even in the you know in the early '90s, you could tell this was an old movie, you know. Um, and then I kind of started catching up. And then it was like, okay, now it's Pierce Brosnan coming out, so they're promoting it more. He was getting X to do more shows, so the car was constantly out of the out of the um, garage, so we were always seeing it. And Pierce Brosnan comes out, and it was like, okay, this is the first movie that is my time my generation that looks like a james bond movie that you know in in movies now a days at that time um so yeah J- pierce brosnan was always to me will always be the best so the now best do, you, do you believe in the whole thing where certain actors are so so they get so famous on their one role they can't really escape that role like, like like harry potter yeah. that kid from harry potter anytime you see him in any anything else all you can think of is hey it's harry potter okay yes but there's a difference 
I am like I agree with you saying because when Mrs. Doubtfire came out, I don't know if it came out before or after going back to Robin Williams. When that came out, Pierce Brosnan's in that. And I couldn't pull away, especially with the accent, I couldn't pull away that like this is James Bond. Yeah. Like and so like, you know, so and even going forward, it's still tough. Every time I see him, it's James Bond. With Daniel Radcliffe and Harry Potter, I I think he's such an amazing actor it doesn't matter what he does yeah yes, i was so i was using like, him as an example like harry potter. yeah always harry it's harry potter but i love him in anything he does he's actually in a tv show i just started watching last night um miracle workers oregon trail if you haven't seen that oh my god it is what, fucking hilarious what, what is that on it's on TBS um on tuesday night so last night was the premiere of season 3 so i never heard of it before mm. so and every season is different so like first season from what I got was like a normal in normal times, you know, 20 or 2019, whenever it came out. And it's Steve Buscemi. It's the two of them. They're the main actors, Steve Buscemi and Daniel Radcliffe. And along with a normal cast, all the same people. Then season two was completely different, different roles, different characters. And that took place in, in um, like medieval times. Yeah. And now it's now it's season three, and it's the Oregon Trail. So it's they're all playing different roles again, but it's all the same cast. And it's the it's this story of this group of people that are on that are trying to get to Oregon on the Oregon Trail. And fucking hilarious, dude! It starts off. He Daniel Radcliffe plays a uh, like a reverend, and it's starting off. And he's like, "This is a hopeful day," and it's just his face. And then they pan out. It's a funeral, and all the people are standing around. And he goes. We're sorry that she left us dying, dying of cholera, which, by the way, I'd like if you all can stand six feet apart. Oh. And nobody, nobody moves. And he goes, so oh, we're not moving. We're, I guess we're just doing that. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Someone oh just drops God. dead right there. Just drops dead. And, and the, the, he goes, Cassie's big enough. Just throw her in there with them. <laughs> oh, my God. No, the reason. I, I, the, like, the, this the... is going to be a show I'm going to like. The, re the reason I, I ended up bringing that up is because, so going back to Batman, I am not, I, now I'm always into always giving everything a chance, but they're bringing, you know, Robert Pattinson's, Robert Pattinson's, yeah. Yeah. he's going to be yeah. the new Batman and I can't shake Twilight. I grew up, yeah. I so I hate Twilight. <laughs> I, I mean, okay. So I, I am a big movie fan. I love movies and stuff like that, right? But it's like, so I remember when I was, I can't remember when Twilight came out. I want Now I want to know because I remember I went to go see. The 2005, maybe? 2008. 2008. I know it was in high school. So um, yeah. It was books. It was books. My wife read the books. Yeah, it was books first. But I remember the first one came out and everyone was ranting and raving about it. And then I watched it on DVD. But when the second one came out, my wife actually got me to go with her to go watch it, and I wanted to shoot myself. Like, I think it is... I'm sorry if you're a Twilight fan, but it's just my opinion. It is the dumbest story I've ever seen. The this These sparkly, glowing freaking vampires. You're ruining vampires for me, because it's, it's just yeah. not how vampires yeah. are. Um, I didn't mind the, the werewolves. I didn't mind the... No, the, I didn't mind that either, but it was yeah, like... The vampires, it, it was just uh, the, the whole like story and then like how these two guys are like fighting for her and her, I don't know, I love you, but yeah, I don't. I might like him. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, I, I, I hated it. Absolutely yeah. hated it. So now that he is casted as the new Batman, I have to try and shake 
that mm-hmm. that twilight role of him you know and yeah. it's like so it's it's one of those things for me like i'm just like oh, dude i just i don't have high you, hopes what do you for think we'll what do you think of ben affleck as batman you know i was thinking about that he didn't do too bad but i wasn't a fan i really wasn't i i, I he was he <sighs> reminds me of comic book batman he, like he, that's like they out of all the batman he really they really made him like the comic book and i i did enjoy him as batman i enjoyed i enjoyed dawn of justice but um it, it was just like i don't know it was just like i wouldn't he i would never see him as like one of the one of the best batman but it was or you know but it's like he did a good job i enjoyed the movies and stuff like that but i wasn't like head over heels for him you know what i'm saying it's like right. it was just my my thing was it's it, again it's like one of those things where it's like you get so hooked on one person playing this character but batman is one of the most famous ones where you have so many different people play this character it's like you, yeah i agree it's kind of who you grew up on got used to and that's how you view him. right so, right and it's yeah. tough and like i i completely understand like seeing robert patterson as batman is gonna be tough because i i also like i've seen all the twilight movies my wife read all the books so she'll i you know i went with her to all the movies she comes to see my movies so i'll go to see her movies um it i just couldn't get into that story especially because if i want to see a vampire and werewolf story uh, that's underworld to me underworld is the best telling of vampires and werewolves or in their in their world lichens um i just think that if i it, it, you cannot have a story and that can't be like that it just won't it, nothing compares to it it'll just it will never be as good i don't care if it's a love story or not like if you if i want to see vampires that's the type of vampires i want to see if i want to see werewolves that's the type of werewolves i want to see oh i absolutely agree no i remember my, my wife she showed me the preview for, I want to say it was Breaking Dawn, Twilight. She read the books, too. I remember she was telling me, I'm um, sorry. <laughs> uh, she was telling me, like, this is going to be the one that has all the action in it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be the one you'll enjoy. So we ended up seeing it. And I was so pissed that literally all the action that was in that movie was in the preview. Right. <laughs> the entire... Like literally the entire preview that made it look so like made it look like this is gonna mm-hmm. be a good movie. There's gonna be a lot of action. All the, the action. One, right? yeah, I think it was the last one. Yeah. It was. I think, yeah, yep. Hang on. I think it was. Um, yeah, because you had Breaking Dawn Part One and Part Two. Yeah, but was, I was so mad with that action scene. I thought it was pretty good, but like you said, everything was in the preview, and what really made me mad was it was a fucking dream. Yeah. Like that to me, anytime a book, movie, story, anything, if it ends with it was all a dream or uh, she was just dreaming this, to me, that is so fucking lazy. That's lazy writing. You know, I you, fucking you, hate you, it. You know, you know, one thing I, I you know, and this has been kind of happening somewhat in movies. So, okay, if you think about movies, a lot of them are written the same, okay? It's always like they show you the beginning and what started all this, then you have the whole plot of the movie in the middle, and then you, it, always ends with a happy ending no matter what so you know i love i love when it's like a fucked up ending like yeah (laughs) like when it ends and like the main character like dies or like there's a tragic ending or it doesn't work out i'm like yes because i was not expecting that morgan freeman and brad pitt the end of that yes yeah (laughs) but it's one of those things where it's like it's, it's just one of those things for me where it's like 
every movie has a happy ending. Everything works out. Blah, blah, blah. But when you mm. get that movie and it gives you the unexpected ending, even if it's messed up, I'm like, I love it because I wasn't expecting that. Like when you're watching, it's like when you're watching an action movie with the with the main action star, like and they're in a really bad situation. Like my wife will freak out and be, "Oh my god, dude, run, run!" I'm like, they're obviously gonna get away, you know. <laughs> like you know, they're not gonna die right there. So speaking, going back real fast to like Fast and the Furious. Remember we had that conversation and I talked about like you know, I talked about how like it's all cra- you know crazy. Well, I actually just watched. I had nothing to watch. I watched Fate of the Eight, the most recent one before the one that's coming out. Okay. Uh, so I actually I stopped. So number seven is the last one with Paul Walker, um, and then they then they had um, Hobbs and Shaw, which actually if you haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw, it's a pretty good movie. Um, that's, so that's not in the t- that's not like it's not. It's like a, a sp- Fast and the Furious. It's number? it's a spinoff. It's a spinoff. So, okay, it's, okay. It, so it's it basically basically it is kind of in the storyline a little bit it, because it so number seven is when the Rock and Jason Statham they end up fighting and hating each other but then they they're forced to kind of work together in mm-hmm. they're forced to work together in number eight okay so I mm-hmm. I can't remember if Hobbs and Shaw might be before number eight or it might be I think it's actually might be after number eight no I think it has to be before um, but either way. Basically, Hobbs and Shaw is, um, they're trying to catch this person because there's a virus that's out or whatever. Um, and they, Hobbs the Rock is like the best tracker. He can track anybody. Um, Jason Statham is in the UK and he's basically almost like, almost like a hitman, detective, whatever. They basically get hired by their agencies and they're forced to work together and they hate each other. Um, but it's it's a very it's actually a very good movie. But I went and watched number eight of Fast and the Furious, and it was again it's just the way they're going nowadays. They're very um, out there with their action, very unrealistic. But there was one part of the movie that is absolutely fucked up. But and, I, and spoiler alert, I don't care. If it, just fast forward, you know, a couple of minutes. I'm gonna tell you something that was crazy in this movie. So basically, spoiler it again. Um, Vin Diesel is basically he's basically blackmailed into double crossing his whole team, his quote unquote family, right? right. Um, because somebody has information. You don't find out till like halfway through the movie. He, if you go back a couple of movies, he was dating that one chick, the the, the white blonde chick, um, before that girl that was supposed to be dead comes back. Right. And so he has a kid with that girl he never knew about. Basically, this lady made him steal like this EMP, made him do all this stuff because she has, she she kidnapped her and his son that he didn't know about. So they're behind this bulletproof glass and stuff like that, right? So there's a scene in there where, so I'm already thinking to myself, well, well, obviously he's gonna something's gonna happen. He's gonna save his son and the girl and whatever, right? So there's a there's a part in there where he doesn't exactly do exactly what he was asked. As punishment, um, she, she's holding his son, and they put a gun to the girl's head. And in my mind, I'm like, they're not going to do anything. Blow, bro, they blew her freaking head off right in front of him and the kid. I was, And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like, they literally, like, I was not yeah. expecting that. 
So yeah. now, yeah. now I was actually like really intrigued. Is he actually like they're not gonna kill the kid, right? Like it's like a little like one year old, you know, you know, maybe barely, not even talking or anything yet, right? Right, um, right. But I'm like, they're not gonna kill the kid. But at the same time, I'm like, now I don't know what's gonna happen because I cannot <laughs> believe they shot this chick, you know, for the for that little thing that he didn't do right. So now right. you got my attention. Now I'm intrigued. You know, right, because now anything can happen. You just yes. shot her, anything could fucking happen I couldn't now. believe, yeah. I couldn't believe that 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 they, the way that scene was done and how they just executed this chick. I was right in front of his face, and I'm like, yeah. holy crap. That's yeah. the kind of stuff I like, like the unexpected stuff. I'm like, wow, yeah. that, that was insane. But then, uh, you know, Obviously, like I said, you know, I basically, you know, again, spoiler alert, you know, obviously it ends up saving the kid, but it was so freaking corny. The kid, the kid, um, so obviously he didn't know the kid's name because also they killed the mom. So he, he ends up naming the, the boy and I guarantee everyone on the face of the freaking earth that's ever seen Fast and Furious and knows the story knows what he names the kid. I don't know. It It's Brian Paul Walker's name. Uh, okay. I'm like, as soon as he goes, like, what's his name? Okay. And he goes, Well, I don't know, so we gotta think of a new name. And he goes, Everybody meet Brian. I'm like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, you're trying to pay homage to Paul Walker, but I'm all like, anyone in the world could have guessed that name. Like <laughs> anyone that knows Except for me. Well no, I'm saying I don't like, know what, I don't know like, if no, no, if you if, I was saying if you watch Fast and Furious and again right. you, and you know Paul Walker's right. character up to that point, yes, you, you yeah, knew as soon like, as soon Brian, as you yeah. as soon as you knew that he was gonna pick his name, even though in the yeah. movie Paul Walker's not dead. He's just not doing all the stuff they're doing and putting his life at risk. They, they played it off to where yeah, he's still he alive like he, and he's yeah, going to be he, a dad. So it's like, yeah, he went you know, so route. you're, so yeah. in reality, you're, you're naming him out after someone who's still alive, but like as a Fast and Furious fan, you know, they're paying homage to Paul Walker. So it's, but it's just right. like, it's just one of those things where I was like, when they will do when, when, when that girl got killed though, I was like, Oh <laughs> crap. But anyways, so, I think that's a good that's a good spot for you know all the movie talk. Unless you had something else you right. want to talk about with movies, yeah. I mean we can talk about movies. I can go into which favorite war movie. Yeah. Like I we mean can, we we can sit there and yeah. you know do all do all those <laughs> subjects. But you know, so, yeah. so 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 all time favorite movie for you is Terminator. Terminator two, yeah, all time favorite movie. It's really hard for me. Like I said, it, it's really hard for me to say all time favorite movie because I've seen so many movies in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're about to get into you know. Music in a second. I'll go over that. We're gonna go, we're gonna go talk for you guys that are listening to Dazzling Gaming. Me and Goldie are gonna um, continue this conversation on my podcast, Glock Nine Show. So wherever you're listening to this, I am on the same platform. Just look up the Glock Nine Show and you'll find it. Um, but you know, for, for you know, for movies, it, it's it movies and music have always been a big part of my life. And again, I'll talk about music in a minute. But for movies, I've seen so many. It's really hard for me to pick like a solid like that's my all-time favorite movie mm-hmm. you know and I, I, as i'm sitting here right now i can't definitively like actually say like this it's is, tough that's this, a, it is a tough question because you can go into you know it depends on the genre depends yes. on what, you know there's so many different things but i've always that's to me that to me that's an easy question what's your all-time favorite movie terminator 2 it's that'll always be the answer it, it, you, it, know? you know like you know it's just you know for me like i said like i'm like i have so many movies 
going through my head. Like I've seen, like I just talked about Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've seen that movie a million times, but it's it's not even on. It wouldn't even make it to my top ten favorite list. But I've just seen that movie so many times. But if I had to actually pick a movie, my all time favorite movie, like as I'm sitting here right now, like he's popping my head, it has to be Sandlot. Um, I just that's a good one too, I, man. I, I grew. I I, times. I I grew up I I grew up on on you know playing baseball for you know you know 15, 15 years of my life, um so baseball was always a big part of my of, of of my past but the Sandlot I've watched that movie throughout my life minimum probably a hundred times and I can mm-hmm. still watch it and enjoy it. I still quote it I still quote that movie when my kid when my kids are acting up and I'll just be like you're killing me Smalls or they're just not doing something right or they're just not getting oh, it I, I, I mess with my son you in know? the backyard all the time when we're playing catch playing baseball and I'll be like you throw a ball like a girl yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. anytime I have to say forever I say forever forever, forever. And now what's funny is because my kids have been watching it. Carter starts saying anytime he has to say forever, he'll say forever. And then it'll be like forever. Yeah, it's just it's <laughs> that that like I said, just on the top of my head, like I said, that if I had to go with yeah. with a movie, that that's what uh, <laughs> well, in 10 minutes I might change it. But it's just, you know, like I said, I, I mean, movies is such a big part of my of, of, of my you know, childhood. It's just. Like I said, I had 9,000 movies, bro. I had 9,000 yeah, movies absolutely. in my house. <laughs> and music has has had and has, still has more of an impact on me than movies does. So I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to get into music in a second. Yeah. But, I, but I will say one last question about movies. What is your favorite genre of movies? Oh, ooh, that's a... Um, I know what mine is. That's why I'm asking. I'm... Okay. I'm gonna say war movies, but it doesn't necessarily mean like it has to mean like you know World War Two or just any type of war like Star Wars, like any type of sci-fi. good and bad battle. Like if it's a sci, it could be sci-fi and it's about a battle. It, like those, that's where I would be. You know, like Lord of the Rings kind of deal. You know, like I'm not a huge, I do like fantasy, but I'm not a huge fantasy person. But I enjoyed the movie because of the the warring sides. You know, like that, I, I I enjoy. Those are the type of movies. I think that would probably be my biggest genre, so my for, favorite genre. So for me, and I don't get to watch these as much anymore because my wife hates them. I love horror movies. Oh, yeah, so no. so okay, no, I'm good. I am a <laughs> I am a huge scary movie fan. I love scary movies, and there's one movie that will always stand out to me in that genre that scared the ever loving piss out of me, and a lot of people haven't seen it. It's called uh, When Darkness Falls. So mm. this movie, um, so I watched this, I'm trying to figure out when it came out real fast. Um, 2006. So in 2006, okay. so I was a teenager, I was in high school. Wait, no, this is the wrong movie. This is, wait, 2003, okay, so never mind. I was 2003, so in 2003, I was 12 years old when this movie came out. So this movie, <laughs> it's about the tooth fairy. So there's a story. No, no, no. Hang on. So there's a story that everyone thought this this chick back in the day was a witch. So they burned her. You know, okay. they, they killed her, right? So she mm-hmm. comes back when you're sleeping, and you're not allowed to look at her. Basically, if you look at her, she'll kill you. The thing is, though, she can't go into the light. So, okay. so basically, this girl loses her tooth. 
um, in the middle. And, it's, and I'm telling you, dude, I'm like getting chills talking about it. This, this, this I mean, <laughs> if you guys like scary movies, look this movie up. When Darkness Falls. It came out in 2003. Um, who's the main character? Cha- uh, Chaney Clay and Emma Ford. So basically, she puts the tooth under her pillow. Uh, she she's it's like this chicken fly. She wears a mask, like a really creepy mask. And um, so basically, this chick takes her covers off, sees her, and then runs into the bathroom with the light on, so she can't go in there and get her. So basically, for like fifteen years, she can't go in the dark. Her lights always have to be on, and all this other stuff. It is literally, I would say, the scariest fucking movie I ever seen. And I'm saying I, I and a lot of people that I know haven't seen it, and then I tell them like even as adults go watch this movie, and it scares the hell out yeah. of them. Like as an so, ad- literally as an adult, they don't want to go in the dark for a couple of days. As, as a teenager, and you gotta remember, I grew up in the the Freddy, Jason, Scream. I know what you did last summer. I love like, Scream. Those were, you know those were the 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 horror movies that I grew up w- with. And I could watch those. Those are I, I know there's different types of horror genres. I'm not 100 percent on. Yeah, all well, of them, yeah. Well, you you, you, like you the, have you have in your horror genre. You have your like your your Freddy versus you know Freddy and Jason movies like that. Mm-hmm. Just like Darkness Falls, it's more of like a like a non-believable thing. But then you have Scream, which is like more of you know they call it like a thriller more than a horror movie. Thriller, but it's still right, a, it's still yeah. a scary movie. But it's more realistic, right? Right. Yes. As soon as you get past the realistic. Like the ring, the, the, when the ring came out, I was in high school, and that was probably like when I was like starting to really turn away from horror movies because it was. I don't like the supernatural. I believe in there's another plane. I believe that there's ghosts. I believe not so much like ooh ghosts, you know, like floating around, but like you know spirits, entities. Like I believe that one hundred percent that that is possible. So when the ring came out, like that was like the starting of my like, okay, I'm kind of good on horror movies. But when um, Paranormal Activity came out, the first one, that was, I was done. After seeing that movie, <laughs> I, the whole time my heart was racing. I was, I just felt sick. So, I, it was, I, so... I got done with the movie and I was like, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to watch, sit and watch a movie and feel like that. I, I, I just I, can't do I it. I just, I, I, I don't really get to watch them nowadays. Like I said, my wife does not watch them. Funny you mentioned Paranormal Activity. I went to go see the premiere of Paranormal Activity in theaters. It didn't scare me until I got home. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched it in my living I was, room. I wasn't, was like, I wasn't. Uh... So leaving the movie theater, we watched, we watched that in IMAX. Okay. I was not the biggest fan. And then yeah. I then I got then I got home at we watched I used to go to like a lot of midnight premieres the midnight shows yes. yeah so yeah. And, but for midnight premieres for us they would come out at um first showing was at like ten o'clock because they were going by like the East Coast and stuff like that right for so, me it's midnight but for yeah. you it was actually, yeah it was like nine or ten o'clock but so by the time yeah. we got by the time we got out of it it was like midnight or one in the morning so I got home from Paranormal Activity one. And I had three cats growing up. I almost punched my cat in the face when it jumped on my bed. <laughs> you start hearing all these noises and you're like, hold on a second. So yeah. the other thing I would say about Paranormal Activity 2 was me and my wife were dating at the time. We all know when you're dating, 
you kind of sacrifice certain things for your, you know, who you're dating. So she, mm-hmm. I mentioned to her I wanted to go watch Paranormal Activity too. Nowadays, if I ask her to go see a scary movie, she's gonna be like, hell no, I ain't going. You can go by yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when I went to go see it in theaters, she would not go with me. I went by myself, which is fine. I, 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 I don't like this new, like, stream these brand new movies from home. No, I'm a movie theater guy. I like yeah. going to the theater, getting my $20 popcorn and drink, and just watching mm-hmm. it with, you know, in the theater. So, have you seen movies by yourself, real quick, in the theater? Yes. I, when I went to go okay. see, when okay, I went, when, I, yeah. yeah, so, so I, when I, I go, when I went yeah. to go see it, uh, I was the only one in the movie theater. Um, I, I, watched, yeah. I yes. saw it, I saw it on <laughs> a, yeah, I saw it on a, I saw it on a Friday. Uh, right, I went straight from work at two o'clock, and I had the whole theater to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But I have no problem going to the movie one theater by myself. One time that happened for me was um, Indiana Jones, uh, the last one, the crystal, oh, yeah, crystal yeah, yeah, yeah. skull, or whatever. Um, same thing. I got out of work. I at the time I had no kids. Got out of work at three o'clock. Went right to the theater. I was the only person sitting there, and it was fucking awesome. Uh, my, like it's it's a great feeling. So my wife went with me to go see Paranormal Activity two, and. Uh, you know, so I go after the movie. She told me that it was scary and all this stuff. And I was like, ah, the movie sucked. Right. And then, uh, so I drop her off at her house. No, 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 no. She, she was at, she drove to my house. So we got back to my house. She got in her car and drove home. But then she calls me about 50. She was only like five minutes away. She calls me and tells me that she's too afraid to get out of her car. (laughs) So I had to drive over to her house. And then, um, you know, her, even though her parents were home, Basically, I had to walk in the house with her, and then uh, she basically made me stay with her. She fell, I, I felt, or she fell asleep on her parents' couch with the light on, and then I had, <laughs> and then I had to go drive back home because I had to be at work in like five hours. But she, she's not, she's even though she's not a believer. So you know, from you know, I've talked about it before from our religious background and stuff like that. She's not a like. We get there's a big argument between her and I when it comes to like aliens or like ghosts and stuff like that she's not a believer in ghosts she believes in demons and like demonic stuff but she doesn't believe mm-hmm. in like ghosts and i always refer to this story that i i'm not ashamed to tell it and i will tell you straight up i've seen a ghost and it, you know so, so when i when so i went when, 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 so <laughs> when i was a boy scout yes i was a boy scout eat my butt mm-hmm. um so <laughs> i was a boy scout for years we stayed on the USS Hornet, which is one of the most famous aircraft carriers. It's at Alameda County Bay uh, in the Bay Area. It, it's been retired for years, but we got to stay there on that ship, which we didn't know at the time is actually, um, at, I don't know about nowadays, but it was actually said to be one of the most haunted places on the earth. Now, okay, to clarify, a place being haunted doesn't mean that there's like mischief going on. It's just right. it, it just means that there's there's, you know, paranormal activity that happens over there it doesn't mean that someone's mm-hmm. like being attacked by because i don't i don't i actually don't believe that ghosts can hurt you um but we meet so in the middle of the night we're staying we stayed the night on on the ship and where the where the crew used to stay and then these you know they're like three 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 bed high bunk beds and there's many of us there so mm-hmm. to get to the bathroom you had to walk down this big huge long hallway that was all lit up by you know single individual lights right so me, my buddy wakes me up, has to go to the bathroom. We walk all the way down there by ourselves, go use the bathroom. So then he, he left me in the bathroom. Um, he started walking back. So, and you know, so he, he's a good distance down the hallway already. I'm at the other end and the lights all start turning off individually. One by one by one by one by one. Right. And it sounds creepy, but in my mind, 
at, you know, I was probably like 12 years old at the time. Um, you know, I assume they're motion censored, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think anything of it. Well, all of a sudden, like two lights stayed on. Then all of a sudden we see somebody that looks like a crew member walk into the hallway and stop and look at me. I'll never forget his face. And I have chills right now. Mm-hmm. Looks right at me and then turns and looks at my buddy. And then I realize I can see right through this guy. All right. I can literally see right through him. And, yep. and immediately <laughs> my friend takes off. And here I am at the other side of the hallway and I have to, I still have to walk that way. But then the, the dude ends up walking into the other door and he's gone and all lights turn back on. So I take off running He's already woke up his mom and my mom who were there with mm-hmm. us. They were chaperones. Mm-hmm. And so my mom comes and gets me and I tell her what I saw. And then she goes yeah. and talks to my buddy. And this is before we had a chance to talk. He right. told his mom exactly what he saw. And both of our stories lined up. Right. So they're basically our witness before we even saw each other, talk to each other. We told our parents separately what we saw, what we saw right. and, and basically there's that accountability. And then we, it's so funny because my dad was home alone um, and he just happened to, you know, turn this thing on the TV and he knew we we're staying on the USS Hornet. And on that TV show, it, it talked about it's the most haunted place on the face of the earth. And Crazy. and then I had this story to tell him. I'm like, dude, I'm so. That's the one and only time that I've seen a ghost. I I, I don't care what anybody says. To this day, I, I, it was I, a ghost. I 100% believe you because I've seen a ghost. And I know we're going down a whole nother rabbit hole here. But yeah, this yeah. is What happens when you get when you get Glock and Goldie unchained? But I believe you because I've seen a ghost. I was 11 years old. I was at my aunt's house. My aunt and uncle, and they were watch, they were watching me, and it was with I was with my cousin. And we're playing in the backyard. They had a very large yard. And on one side of the yard was like, you know, a a little playground area, you know, like our toys and stuff to play with the the kid area. And on the other side was was my uncle's work pen. He had like um, uh, trucks over there, cars over there. He'd work on whatever. So we're playing in the backyard and we're on the swings. And... Like you say, you get chills when you think about it and you can, that face and that everything is burnt into your mind. That's exactly how I feel. So when you said that, it was, it gave me chills because I know that feeling. It's something you'll Um, never, ever forget. It's not so much, it's not so much that you'll, you'll never forget the image of it. You'll never forget the fear you haven't had inside you. All of it. You'll, you'll remember everything. I didn't have fear at first. So here's, so here's what happens. So we're in, we're in, we're on the playground and we're playing on the swings and across the yard from us was my uncle's he had a old like 1940s uh green ford pickup truck and that was his um his weekend like work truck you know and so it was always parked in the back with us by his work pen until until the weekend so we're on the swings we look over and we see this man sitting in my uncle's truck we, I, we're looking clear day at him and, I'm, and we're like wait, wait where did he come from so we jump off the swings and we start screaming for my uncle to come running out. You know, my, this is myself and my, and my cousin. He saw it too. Like, he, we both see this. We're screaming, screaming, screaming. My uncle comes running out. We run over to the truck. Nobody there. So my uncle's like, well, you know, he starts running around. He thinks that there's someone in the yard. So he's looking over. So he's like, well, what the guy look like? We describe it. He was wearing a white T-shirt. Uh, he had... Like, not long black hair, but like long, like it was, it was like shaggy kind of looking. Yeah. And and very black. 
um, and, and, a, and a small mustache. We describe this. My uncle immediately, immediately starts crying. I've never seen this man cry. He started crying. And it, we described his father who had died when he was in his, he was a teenager when his dad died. And that was his dad's truck. He left him that truck. So he's had that truck for 20 years. And it, that's why it was his weekend truck. He'd keep it nice during the week and then take it out on the weekends. And we described his, his father to him. And I'll never forget that feeling. So that's when the fear, or not the fear, but the... You realize what you saw. I realized what I saw, yes. When, when he started crying and he d- explained who that was, it was like, oh my God, and, that, and I, I'm getting chills now. And I'll yeah. never forget that. I'm 35 years old. This happened when I was 11. And I remember the conversation with my uncle. I remember swinging. I remember my cousin. What, I remember what I was wearing. I was wearing a yellow Ninja Turtle shirt. I was wearing a yellow Ninja Turtle shirt. Um, and I, it, it, crazy when you were describing your story, I've just, it was giving me chills. So I believe you 100% yeah. believe it, what it, you said. What it's one saying. of the things with my wife, like it's yeah. just, you know, I, I, we had this conversation about, you know, and we, again, we'll, we'll end it here in a second, but I'll never forget. Yeah. So again, like, you know, come coming from, you know, our quote unquote religious background, stuff like that. My wife goes, I don't really believe in ghosts and blah, blah, blah. You mm-hmm. know, uh, how do you know this? She, she tried questioning me on it. Right. I said, the reason you're saying that right now is because you've never seen one. And in all honesty, I don't think you want to believe in them, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, my thing is I can't, I can't, you know, I can't go back on what I, I know I saw. Yeah. You know, I was like, it's the fact that I've actually experienced it, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, the th- you know, and then uh, I had my mom explain it to her. My mom was like, the fact that, that, you know, my friend went to his mom, didn't know what they were talking about, but then I told her what I saw. And when she went to go ask the other one, and we had the same exact story, because they even went mm-hmm. down there and started looking around. There was nobody there. Right. There was nobody right. around, right? Like, there's no. I mean, yep. and then when we, and then so when we described what the guy was wearing, it was basically what the you old know, they used to wear, you know, on the ship back in the day. There's no one walking around like that. Again, I said I saw through the freaking guy, like right. you know, you know, but it was like. I told my wife, I'm like, I don't care what you say, you believe what you want to believe, but I'm sorry, I can't go against an experience versus what I what I choose to believe and not believe, you know? Because I yeah, and I, like I said, I believe that there's there's uh, uh, entities, there's there's whatever you want to call it, whatever you. I don't think like I agree with you. I don't think uh, ghosts or these spiritual entities will hurt or harm people physically. I believe that they can hurt or harm them mentally just by mentally breaking them down yeah um because i've yes i've seen like that was my one time seeing a ghost or a spirit but i've seen things that like were not manifested but that like picture of my my grandmother died there was a picture of my dad and my stepmom and my grandmother did not like my stepmom at all that was it was a known fact in family and when she died, there was a picture of my dad and my stepmom that always ended up upside down. Always. Ooh. It would, it would, you'd, you'd, flip, you'd flip it, it'd be right up. And then, you know, two to two, three days later, it was upside down. And like, so stuff like that. And I believe that's how, if there was someone that wanted to bring harm, that's how they would bring harm. Again, this is, a, this is a topic we can go on forever. Oh yeah. No, no, no. We're, I, we're gonna, I believe, we're... I believe in that type of stuff and that, and because I've seen, I've seen things, it, but yes, I believe yeah. in those experience, experiences over, you know, 
Yes. It's, it's just it, over religion, yeah, over yeah, fucking, it's, yeah, it's, what you're feeling. Well, like, yes, I, you know, like I said, I, I, you know, like I said, we can get into this forever, but it's like one of those things where I, I you know, I, I, I believe in demonic stuff. You know, I've seen, you know, like pe- people took footage with their cell phone of, of like people that are actually literally possessed and stuff like that. You know, I've mm-hmm. seen stuff like that, but it's like, as, as for a ghost, it's totally different. It's a total different subject. It's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, again, I can never go back on what, on what I've seen and experienced. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not ashamed to talk about it. You know, nope. people people may think you're crazy. You know, you're crazy for whatever. I'm sorry, I've experienced yep. it. You can kiss my butt. But anyways, yep. guys, we're gonna continue this conversation with me and Goldie on my podcast again. We are on the same platform that you're listening to this on. You know, Dads and Gaming is on the same platform as the. the it's under the Glock Nine Show. Uh, Glock Nine is spelled G L O C K N nine N E. But that's going to do it for episode 54 of Dads in Gaming from myself, Octane, and Goldie. Thank you guys very much. I can't remember how Octane does, uh, does his sign-off, so I'm just going to end it with... Uh, yeah. I'm going to end it with... I'm going to end it with peace. <laughs>